16th is a very special day to you. 16th of February is a very special day to you. Um, it's been eight years. So can you tell us eight years of what? For those that don't know. Um, praise God. <coughs> Morning, church. Morning. Um, so February 16th is a very special day for me. And this particular year, um, I'll be celebrating eight years of being abstinent um, from sex. Praise God. Um, so it's my eighth year abstinence um, journey anniversary. Wow. Praise God. Can you celebrate Jesus? Now, eight years, great. So if you're here, maybe you fell, you didn't fall, you're enjoying it, it was a lifestyle, you're in Christ, and whatever the case is, I wanted to speak into the reality. And some people are actually single, and their body is burning. I mean, sometimes they see things, and all sort of things. Can you speak into the reality and the practicality of single, maybe matured single, whatever, young single, however it is, and being able to keep yourself? And how have you been able to handle that? Coming from where you are coming from. Okay, um, so I will be very honest and open. It hasn't exactly been easy, um, especially for someone like me that I'd already started engaging. So I'd struggled with sex and other things for like almost over 20 years, you know. Um, so making my mind up to be abstinent, you know, I had to do it and I'm still doing it with God, you know. Um, I've had cases where I almost fell. I remember my second year, I almost threw it all away. I was alone in a room with a guy that I like, you know, and we were on the bed. You know, and I just feel it was God that intervened. And that was when I knew that God was actually on this journey with me because as we were about to start, this was in my year two, um, as we were about to start, the guy just looked at me and he was like, Moji, I'll not be the one to mess up your testimony. You know, and that doesn't happen. That, when you're in the heat of the moment, you don't think testimony about Testimony in the you know, um, and so nothing happened, you know, um, but even after then, I've almost had um, the next year, my third year, I almost had another incident, but this time the guy um, was a virgin, you know, and I, I just could not be the one to mess up his own testimony, <laughs> you know, um, but after that, I just had to be real to myself, so I now know that I cannot be alone with someone that I like and I am attracted to, there's no... There's, I cannot handle it because in my mind I was like, ah, two years, three years, or day three, I can do it, you know, but I can't. Even I remember sometime last year, um, October, for like a whole month. I think there was even one morning I called PI. I was I was crying on the phone. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I want to have sex. Lord I just you know, I my Sometimes I just want to, and it's not that I saw something because for me, my eyes, things I see, you know, sometimes the things I hear, they're like triggers. Um, so I know my triggers, you know, and I try to stay away from them. But there are some times where my body just wants what it wants, you know. And um, but something that has kept me going, one is God, the Holy Spirit. I talk to Him. I tell Him, your girl wants to have sex, you know, um, and being accountable being accountable. I'm not ashamed to pick up my phone and call and say, oh, this is how he's doing me. I want to have sex with a man. Please pray for me. You know, um, so those are the things that have helped me. Of course, the word. So I have this um, scripture. I call it the um, scripture for my body. It's First Corinthians 6. 
you know, um, and I personalized it. You know, I told myself, my body is God's temple. I will not defile this body. I would honor God with my body, you know, and I will honor my husband, though he's not here yet, with my body. So I can just, it has really been God because temptation will come. In fact, in my office, there was this guy that I was physically attracted. Like, he's a hot guy, you know, and my mind would just be, and we're friends, we're very close friends, but and he's not saved, you know. So I, I, I long for his soul to be saved. But at the same time, sometimes I long for his body, you know. And I'm like, I have to pick one. I will not be the one to, I, cause he knows I'm a church. They call me Pimoj, um, at, at work, you know. So I don't now come and be the one to send him to hell. I'm trying to save him and I'm not the one tempting him, you know. So it was a struggle. Oh God. But, God is so good. God is so, so, so there's temptation here and there. Even when you're not looking for it, it comes to you. It comes at you. But I just thank God for grace because it has not been, it has not, it has not been by my power. It has not been by my might because if I try to do this on my own, Matthew 4, out of fallen sins, eight years will be in the mud. You know, um, but it has just been by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. So, um, you can long for the soul of somebody and also long for their body. You know, your head is telling you, I'm, I'm praying for you, I'm interceding, but your body is saying something else. So, like what she said, know your triggers. I can handle it as put people in trouble. So, even, see, you're not trying to prove a point to devil yourself or God. It's okay. Let God be the one to handle it. Stay away as much as possible. Um, let Pastor Mimba will say that take it slow, get to know. Um, someone has said the, the body, um, cutting or dating is for conversation. It's not a time to try to explore the body and, and all, and all. It's for, it's for interview, not intercourse. So try, get to know, ask questions and, you know, stay away from things. Know your triggers and the Lord will help you in just what I want to say. Another thing is be accountable. Don't be accountable that you'll be ashamed to go back to. And one of the things about shame, the only way to break shame is to, to expose it. Shame is shameless when you expose it. <laughs> like just expose it and the Lord will help you in Jesus' name. Orito Kefalomo. Hmm. What you see is what you get. How do we explore this? Now, like in case of you are in love with this guy or this lady and all the trusted voices around you, they are seeing things, they are saying things, but no, you're like, you don't know him or you don't know her. I do. You know, that kind of thing. You know, you don't know him like I do. We go way back. That's one. And then in case of when you're seeing certain things, you there was a part of you that felt, uh, for those that don't know um, Toke's story, just a, a quick summary. Toke um, had, um, she was traditionally married and in about a month, is it? Two months, um, it was over. She relocated. She was about to go do a white wedding and everything. I mean, my girl was blinking all the way, Bella Niger popping and everything. But on that on that morning, some of us, some of our friends, we were still praying, like, no God. You know, so I always make this joke. They, mistake, they said, come and pray on that day. And I said, Lord, your will will be done. <laughs> I'm not saying it's my prayer, but... I know inside of her heart, she was desiring the help of God. So I wanted to speak to people that are like, I'm in love. It doesn't matter. It's just like that. It would change. I can manage it. What do you want to say about that? Um, good morning, everyone. Um, I think one of the things I would say is 
first of all, know who you are and know whose you are. I didn't know who I was and I didn't know whose I was. So I, I did not know my value. And when he, he kind of told me my, I, I was not valuable. So I believed it. And so I kept working in that, in that um, knowledge. Um, I had trusted people, P.I. Bishop, they were my friends, but I didn't, I didn't trust them. So I was not very vulnerable. Um, I struggled with vulnerability for a very long time. So I didn't feel that I needed to tell people how, what was going on with me. Um, but I had people I could have spoken to, but I didn't trust them. And you know, growing up, don't tell, don't tell, tell, mm. So I just kept a lot of things to myself. I had nudging. I did, well, I, I think I said I had a nudge to know God deeper in 2015. I was born a Catholic. So I said to sneak to 316. That's the youth arm of main church. And there was a nudging to like something is wrong, but I couldn't explain in words what was wrong. And I remember, if you remember Pierre and Bishop, I'll say, Pierre, pray for me. Ulu, they pray for me. What are we praying about? Shall I pray? But I couldn't tell them honestly how it was. And when you called, told me that I was on the panel, Pierre, I remember that I'd gone to Cornerstone and I'd gone to meet the guy there. And I was not asking myself, okay, I'm not even married. You're already going to see counselor. Are you normal? So that's, that's, those were things that could have put me in a place of something is wrong. I said to feel, because I'm, I, I'm a, I call myself a feeler, because I said to feel something was wrong. But I couldn't tell my friends, I feel something is wrong. The boy didn't do anything. Because when you're in the world, they said, did you do anything? No, did he beat you? No. And so maybe you're just feeling some. So I started to give excuses for bad behaviors. When I say know who you, whose you are, if you understand what love is, when someone disrespects you, you will know that that's not love. When someone is toxic, you will know that that is not love. When someone manipulates you, you know that is not love. So I did not understand what love was. So when they showed me some kind of toxic behavior and they showed me love, I felt okay. Maybe it was just angry. Maybe maybe it was you, Steph. Maybe it's you that when we said it's always say hi morning. You said good morning, not like the good. So just next time, don't say good. Say hi morning. Hi, mom, do not work today. Okay, work and work. Hi, baby. Baby is not working. Okay, call you by your name. So you start to give yourself excuses for the bad behaviors. And you don't know that you are going deeper into depression. Um, when, after I started to get the nudging, I started to see things that could have pulled me back. But I was like, Tokyo, because it's in America, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's the way it was brought up. Rubbish thoughts, rubbish behaviors. I remember going to meet Pastor Femi in Main Church. She's very funny. I don't think Pastor Pierre knows that. And he said, get on your knees and pray. I said, when you pray, I buy well, Let's move. God did not want it. That broken this relationship up. Yeah. The guy in Cornerstone also told me, get on your knees and pray. I said, all oh, this prayer. I could have asked, what do I pray? How do I pray? What scriptures do I look at? What I didn't ask questions. I just felt everybody was just being funny in quotes. They didn't understand him. My birthday in 2016, that was the first time P.I. and Bishop were going to see the guy. And I remember that before we left the room, he asked me, would your friends mind if I smoke? I was like, my friends, no, no, what's their own? Because I did, at that point, everybody will be okay. If you are fighting your trusted friends, if you are fighting your family because of somebody, guys, something is wrong. Something is very wrong. I stopped talking to Tracy. I stopped talking to Pia. I stopped talking to Bishop. P- um, Pastor Shobo came to my house. This thing, I, I just started remembering. Pastor Shobo drove to my house. He asked me, Okay, what if it's another one? Ah, it must work, oh. Ah, Bishop, it must work. Mind you, I've been single for a while. So this uncle came from America. I thought it was the hottest thing in this planet. You can't tell me otherwise. Bishop, ask Bishop, will tell you, I, this guy was the, you can't, even if you are finer than him, I can't see you. He was the only thing I could see. And you see my Instagram, Man Crush Monday. Every day I did post time. And then I remember that when people saw you're like, I took you find this boy, I made to show that patch. Bread in water, had soaked. I was prideful. Because I felt that, you know, people were like, ah, where do you find this guy? It's not even, I really have a friend in common. So, 
how did you find me? I was filming. Oh God, I'm so beautiful. Well, guys, it was such a journey, and I did not, I didn't hear my friends. I saw things, I heard things that could have pulled me back. I could have spoken, but I didn't know who to talk to. Even when I spoke to people, I it was a prayer call, PI, a prayer meeting we came for. Somebody, I was telling the guy, and the guy said, "Let me pray for you." Because me, I don't understand. Me, I can't pray. You go and pray like Old Testament. Go and hear what God was saying. And come and tell me. And the guy came back three days later and he said, Take care. I think she wait too. I said, Because she liked me. Oh, well, please. And everybody was saying the same thing. But I really could not get it. I, I was like, Soldier, this is what I want. It's what I get. In February, we broke up. I just, I was about to resign from my job in Access Bank. I didn't tell anybody. I was too ashamed that I sold that should be. I told, yeah, P.I. Moji was like, I'm not sure I'm here. I'm like, well, if you're not here, get out. Let me look the next person. And to be honest, I was, and I look back, I was so, I don't know what came over, came me. I said, there was something that was wrong somewhere. And that's why you should know that there's something wrong. Take a pause. You just chill out. In February, we broke up. I couldn't tell anybody that we were broken up. I cried. I don't, I don't know if P.I. ever told you. I didn't tell anybody because I was like, how would I say, ah, once we have, once we do the intro and engagement in April, but so that should be everybody had, had room drop my registration letter. So how do I say, I'm not doing it again or the guys, and the reason why, my mother just asked the question of this mother. They were just distant. Okay, she's like, ah, that we went on to do the court. You just send me, I'm letter. Do you know my mother's gist? I don't know what the mother told the boy. The boy just called me 6.30 in the morning. What did your mother tell my mother? I'm like, ah, what happened? What did she tell her? You know what? I'm not doing it again. Bam. I lost my mother's room. Hey, what did you go and tell the mother? What is it? And I realized I was actually shouting. My mother was like, I didn't say anything. I was like, no, you said something. You did. So I started to blame everybody but myself. And I was like, no, you, mommy, it was you. You was, she was not worried, confused. She called me. I said, don't, just don't talk to me. I called him, called the He had blocked me on every social media. Every social media. Every WhatsApp. Every, I couldn't call him. Called his mother. Three days after, I just sent me a message. Yeah, let's continue. She be out. I've asked myself, is this when we fight? Will you block me? But I didn't. I was like, Shasha, let's shall do this thing. Nobody will know. You know, let's just continue. Even the day I, I was not understanding what was going on. P.I. Now came that morning. Her nose was like this. <laughs> I mean, I was like, just, just be gone. Tracy came that morning. I was like, and I was, I've not since 1998, January 10th, I think. Tracy came that morning, and I kid you not, guys. I was like, oh, man, don't let Tracy come close to me. I don't want to see her. I don't see Missy. I don't want to see... Oh, was like, okay, I don't tell me to come down. You know, just like, oh, gosh, I have this girl. And strangely, that I was angry with P.I. When it was time to pray, I said, go and call Pastor Missy. It didn't make sense. Because <laughs> yeah. I said to think, why did you call P.I.? Could I call Shay that her father is a pastor? She be her father is a pastor. If you just pray, they'll pray. But they said, go and call Missy that's inside the hall. And I know that that was not me. Guys, you will know when there's something wrong. When you begin to pull away from people that can tell you the truth. And then I had them, but I did not know them. Who are people in your circle that God has actually blessed you with that you cannot see? I've known Bishop Bethany for about maybe 20 years. I've known him, but what's my own? He's not my friend. He's like that. P.I. And I was said to P.I., God made me love you before I knew who you were. That you were. Yeah, because I know she was a spirit cocoa. Um, Oh, to know. Because I did not want them. I would have disappeared because I didn't want them. But God knew that I needed P.I. and Bishop in the future. So he made me love them. She said, Desha. But you will know, guys. You will always know. So when you begin to pull away 
from people and you are beginning to act out of the but what's what's very important know who you are and know whose you are know your value wow wow can you jam your hands you know is this some of you guys say ah uh-uh, they just see the sign hmm. I've spoken to a number of people, I've counseled a number of people, and sometimes when people are in that moment, it's almost like they can see nothing. I'm sorry, Pierre. Another thing, what you're afraid of is what people see. Mm. What people see. Because when we broke up is, I was ready to stay in America. I didn't care what was going to happen because I was ashamed to come back home to what people say. How did you break up after two months? Because I already stayed in this house for one month, so let me just say it's only one month, because after one month we broke up. But how what people say is, Ah, you just you just came to we came to America now. That fear is why a lot of people are still there here. Wow. So can we also be hope givers? You know, somebody sent a message after feed, by the way, and someone said, ah, this church should be called vulnerable church. <laughs> that maybe you guys are so used to just sharing that you don't see that it's not normal. Like it I say, my wife say, ah, don't look at Bobo. Don't look. I'm like, the guy was almost like, what is going on? What are you guys doing in Open Nation? And I give God all the praise. Like, you were just talking. Ah, there's no one truth. Eh, as I have struggled with my salvation eh, for 20 years, I give God praise. And we're like, whoa, whoa. And we're like, uh-huh. you're supposed to say, I know I was walking on the water and I was seeing things. You know, so what I'm saying is that there's a reason why God is allowing us to build and move as a nation this way. And if you're not careful, we'll trivialize it like, oh, oh well. So pick the lessons and learn. You know, it's very important to know that if you, you don't need to experience some of these things to know. So let's create an environment of vulnerability and trust and honor. Even if you're hearing the thing that your head is like, ah, keep your smile. Wow. Really? How can I be of help to you? Or like my husband sometimes said, give me a minute, let me pray. So Bishop would just, ah, hold it go. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're like, wow, the guy is so wise. At, at that point, if Olumide has spoken to you, oh, so in energy, oligoristic Olumide to emerge. So what am I saying, guys? If people are ashamed to step out of things, because of, you can't be part of the people that will make it, what would they see? Let's reduce the percentage of people that would judge and make it look like to fear aqua. Let's reduce it and say, you know what? Come, grace is here, love is here. You know what? Let me take you to. So I might not know the answer. I know a group of people. You know what? Let me pray for you. Keep checking. If you hear the story of um, Moji, one day we had Moji and Bishop, or oh, have them on panel to talk about accountability. It was years, years of. There was a day that was Bishop that composed. <laughs> And it composed because she was having an entanglement with a married man. She didn't know he was married. She knew he was married at that time, but they were involved sexually. And Bishop had to never again. Yes, Mister. You know, and he will call again, check up, and maybe she will fall. He was. Ne- I don't know. You say I don't know. And my point is, guys, let's walk on this journey together. Can you say, Lord, help me? To be a giver of hope indeed. Can you jam your hands together for Jesus? Magic baby. So when I said it, I went to say, we should have laughed. <laughs> so maybe, yeah, you can choose to bring it up. All right, um, but congratulations. We, uh, recently, yeah. <laughs> we got engaged recently. 
you're getting married soon. You did your introduction some days ago, and the brother came around to church and stuff. So I was like, ah, yeah, she's everything, you know, you know. Um, but can you talk about the need to heal? You don't have to wait to start to, you're in a relationship before you begin to pray prayers of Lord heal me and be open to God healing you because of certain things you, you've gone through in the past, especially being in an environment where um, that could affect you ever trusting a man again. Okay, um, so I'm just going to give like a background to my story for people that don't know. Um, I was I was abused in every sense, the full spectrum. Verbal, emotional, <laughs> so everything, everything, you know, I was abused and I was manipulated, gaslighted, um, by my pastor, <laughs> who was also my love interest. A little, yeah. So, um, just like background, I mean, I was, we dated, we dated for like a while, we broke up, started to date someone in my class. This was when I was in uni. Um, but then all the while, like there was always that thing lingering over my head that I was an option, you know, like, oh, I'm with this person right now, but you know, I could be with you. Like, you know, we could get married. You know, what would you even do if you don't get married to me? And nobody else could date me. Nobody else, like, he'll be livid. Like, it was even the time that somebody came and was talking about how he liked me. He was new to the fellowship. He blasted him and he warned everybody, like, literally wrote, you can't, like, just stay away. Stay clear. Like, don't, you can talk to other women, but just don't try it. <laughs> don't try this one. And, you know, for a very long time, and he would always say that all things he's doing there for my best interest. You know, I had to trust that he had my best interest at heart. It really messed with my mind, you know. It really messed, because I'm like, what exactly? And we were also sexually involved, even at this time. So, and then there was a weird level of, I hope I'm really not to see people's brain, but there was a weird level of, like, you know. So, I knew that he was struggling with sex. So, then it was not just me. Right, there were other people who come and tell me that ah, I made a mistake, oh, you know, like I fell, you know, with this other person, and then it was just, it was just a madhouse. I couldn't, my esteem was affected. I couldn't trust myself to make decisions. I didn't have visions of my own or goals of my own. I was, his goals were my goals. I was, I was giving my life to building whatever he was building, you know, until you know, eventually. God gave me the courage to step out of that situation. Um, but of course, <laughs> and then again, another thing I would say is, you know, like, because he was anointed, that, that put a twist to the situation. We, we always, we excused a lot of things under the guise of, ah, don't talk too much about it though. You know, he's anointed or don't talk. You have to respect the anointing. Don't, don't. So we excuse a lot of things that were rubbish. Like a regular person can't do that. But because he was a pastor, we let all those things slide. So when I left, <laughs> this is to the journey of healing. It was, of course, the most damaged part was my mind. It was my mind. And God had to start to take me on a journey of healing and fixing my mind, you know. And then, um, of course, that journey started on my own. I started to, and I was open with God. I knew that I was broken, you know, and I needed God to touch my, like, just fix my mind. And, you know, it just reminded me of, like, when the, God sent the Israelites to spy out a land. I didn't believe that I could, I could get God's best in a relationship, you know. And God had to start to show me. God first of, 
God bombarded me with love. I remember the first time I went to meet Pia. Pia was a very integral part of this journey. Please help me celebrate my pastors. <laughs> so um, she said, oh, God just told me to play this song over you, Reckless Love. And God said to like, show me how much he loved me. And God told me about grace. And he's like, Muji, if my saving grace was in giving you much more than you deserve, giving you Christ when you did not even know me, you didn't like me, you didn't want me. I gave you my son. I loved you so much. I gave you much more than you deserve. Why do you think that in your marriage, I will not give you much more than you deserve? And God started to show me that, Muji, see, more than you even deserve, I will give to you. And I started to receive that, okay, okay, God can give me something great, you know, despite where I'm coming from. God can give me like a great man. And then God told me, oh, write what you build your best man. Write what you want. <laughs> write what you want on a piece of paper. So some people, I mean, you might write, you might not write, but for me, God said, write what you want. And I wrote it and I kept it in like my locker, in my wardrobe. And it was until like I met my, I was going to say boyfriend, my fiance, my fiance. <laughs> I met my fiance, that's when I, I realized that, oh my God, like God built this exact list for me. And, um, of course, healing was it. I had to be open with God. I had to be open with myself. Pia will come, she will pray for me. You will love again. You will trust again. <laughs> you know, I trust Pia. She'll be crying. I'll be crying. <laughs> you know, and, um, the journey to me healing, I started with God on my own. I was open like, God, I need you to help me. So I was like, I was like, why do I feel apathy towards relationships? Why do I feel this way? God help me. God touch me. And one good thing is that God is so good. He knows what we need. He supervises our growth, you know, like, I didn't have to say, okay, now I'll go to this place. Like God is like, oh, you need this material. Take it, really. So far you're open, you know, okay, you need this body of knowledge. Take it, you know. So God was step by step just renewing my mind. And um, I believe that the healing process has to start before you even get into your It's very important. You have to have done like a body of work before you meet someone. If not, you will ruin their lives. And even, even though I did a lot of work, <laughs> when I feel like there's a level of yeah. healing you cannot attain until you're with another person. Yeah. Yeah. So I was already like, oh, like I'm good. I'm you know, doing great. But when I entered a relationship, I was like, oh my God. You know, like I saw myself and I realized that I had, I had triggers. So many different things. So one time, the first argument I ever had with my boyfriend, we were not even dating then. He was joking about something. I think I said something. I was like, oh, you don't even respect the anointing. I was like, what? <laughs> Which anointing do you speak of? Like, <laughs> and then he could not understand. Like, I'm just playing. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, which, like, <laughs> don't play, don't play with me. <laughs> you know. And then I had to realize that Muji, you have to. And then there's something that he used to tell me that Muji, drop your weapons. Like, you don't need them here. And I realized that I had like a fight instinct. Like, you know, it doesn't tell me, he told me one time that, oh, um, I've been eating bread for the past two days, oh, that let's get married fast so that you can be feeding me. And the funny thing is, I actually like to cook. I was like, what do you mean by that? Cooking is a life skill that I think everybody, you know, now that I think about it, because he was around like recently and you know, we're just like cooking, we're cooking, we're cooking together. And he was like, we're so silly. Like, why were we fighting about that? Like, what was the problem? But, <laughs> but I realized that I had triggers. Like, certain things I would hear, you know, just I'm just like, I react immediately. 
And I feel like even now, it has been a journey. PI has to like, you know, maybe sometimes jump on PI and PO. They'll jump on a call with us and they'll be like, see, you have to understand that she's coming from a place, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I thank God that God gave me a man who is patient. God gave me his man, you know. And, and one of the things that God also, again, when I say that God understands where you're coming from, you know, God knew that I was, when he came, he didn't even look like what I was. Because again, I don't want anything pastor ministry. I don't see. I wanted to marry a career man. Two of us would just be going to church, go back home, you know, tend to our children. Draw our off. See, I didn't anything if you tell that you have ministry or calling. Like, I'm, I'm like, do like this. Just. So, when he came, he was talking about, oh, he's doing music. I said, eh? like, you know, like all those things. Like, but God also knows us and God is not, he's not forceful with us. You know, God takes his time. So you might be someone who you talk in a certain way. God will not, the way I never tell you, oh, you have to, God might, you give yourself, okay, don't say that again. Then you're not, okay, now you need to start to talk like this. So I feel like God, it was step by step, line upon line, you know. So God, God was taking these things out little by little. I, I was never, even when I said, oh, I don't want to carry, God never told me you are foolish for thinking that. He never came at me, but like over time, I just realized how much my mind has changed. You know, I have continued to change as a person. And, I mean, see God, God is good. My, my healing is, you know, like my healing is I'm at a place where I feel like the person that God gave me is now like such a lover that he brings out, you know, when they bring out your, the best person inside, they bring out the lover. I'm like, me? I was telling, (laughs) I was telling her that, oh, when my boyfriend traveled, I cried. She's like, of course you, you have to cry. I'm like, oh no, like you don't know me before. Like, (laughs) you don't know me before. (laughs) I don't do such. Like, But I'm just so, yes, I'm just so thankful to where God has brought me. Wow. Can we celebrate God? Can we celebrate grace? So no matter what you've been through, no matter the trauma, no matter whatever. And somebody said about healing when the Lord brings the person. Same thing. Same thing. I was like, oh, I'm good. I'm all right. It was when Bishop came that he, Bishop is, you know, is loving everybody. Even the, you know. Even the ex, you know, just even there, like, oh, let me see. I, I, I think let's just listen to this. I'm like, why? You know. And then I suddenly realized that why am I, why am I just indifferent and you know? And then he started speaking, and I, re- I realized that a part of my healing, which I didn't even know there was need for healing. I'm like, I'm okay. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm even married. I've moved on. No, we're not married. Then like, I'm engaged. I'm glory to God. But I realized that no, 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 no. No, when you know that the healing is complete, is that when you remember this thing, it becomes like comedy movie. You're just laughing about it. It's like memories, and they don't longer have the tones. When the memories don't have the tones anymore, when you don't feel the, the, the pain, like it's not like knives, nothing is thrown, thrown at you anymore, you realize that, okay, I think I'm in a better place. So what you have is the memory without the sorrow, without the pain, without the thorns. So when, until that, I thank God. Let me celebrate Bishop. Amazing guy. Alright, finally this morning. Have you been blessed? I wanted to bring different aspects of story. What you see is what you get. The importance of knowing. Um, if you're here, you're struggling, you can do it. You can do it the will of the Lord. See, God has not updated Bible. Fornication is still a sin. Adultery is still a sin. There's no iOS update. There's no Apple. There's nothing. It's, it is what it is. God did not say, ah, 21st century, please, their body is needing no. The same way that the body has been, it still is. So don't now try to use 
trying to conform and you say, oh, may God, mm-mm. you can do it God's way. Yes, you might fall. Yes, you might make mistakes, but there's grace. I always tell people, like, look at me, there's grace. Moji is one person. People have fought. You are so open about this thing. I said, the reason why I spring those food, I say, keep it quiet. It's it, they took your body. Shame is God has set you free. So be free. See, there's no way you want to be sorrowful. Bishop said, some of us want to, repentance is very from remorse. Remorse, you can just be sad. You can just be embarrassed about it. Repentance is, I feel bad, I will change. You can be remorseful and not repent. Or you can't repent and not be remorseful. So yes, you've made a mistake. Maybe sexual, you fell. Eh? Maybe you are virgin married and non-virgin. No problem. So the, pro- the issue is that you cannot now get back to the place where you now want to be sad. You want to prove to God that God, you see. So I'm going to try again. I'm going to be with him and show that I can be with him. Oh, you don't need that. If you're with him the last time you fell, chances that you will even speak in tongues and fall. Another thing, stop being prayer partner with the opposite sex. In a place, somebody, as a brother that you like, you are praying with him all the time, where my prayer partner every time. Ah! Prayer partnering can increase hormone. Is it, I mean, brother, you agree with me? You just realize that I remember in year one, I was prayer partnering with one brother. A brother that I kind of had crush on, sorry, that has to quickly kill the cross. You know, so but I is like family friend. Oh, we pray. Well, glory to God. Because I say, stop it. Because you, you know, you are bonding. You are pray for, for glory to God. God bless you. You have not finished praying with your sisters. Pray, sister. I'm not saying you can't pray with the opposite. Don't get me wrong. You can't pray with the opposite. When you say prayer partner, means we are praying periodically every day, sharing all the sorrow, sharing ah uh, as uh, how. Please, sometimes we put ourselves in vulnerable places because you think you can handle it. And you don't have a point to prove. So if you're falling, Father, we pray for everybody here. Struggling sexually, maybe any addiction of falling. God, let them know you love them. And it's not the end of the calling over your life in Jesus' name. One more story. I remember when the bishop would tell me, you see, I'm like, David. You see, when David fell, Absalom. I'm like, what's it they do this, brother? I want you Absalom. Like, he was so... Because Bishop was coming for me very ah glorious celestial realm. <laughs> Papa now realized that all oh, men but for the grace of God. So it was he would say, No, Miss, you don't know me. I'm like, hey. You're my friend. He said, guys, no, no, no. I'm alive. No, I've done your what do you do. He said, No, we won't like David. I said, But God is forgiving. He's a man after God's me and I will use David. Even David, even with that, he paid. Look at Absalom. I said, Lord, comfort your son. <laughs> you know? So, please, I want to encourage you, please. Don't over-talk. The blood has paid the price for you. Receive grace. See, it's pride that makes you want to stay in that place. Because a part of you think that you are the one responsible for your righteousness. It is still pride. I want you to remain in that. He has forgiven you. So begin to confess. Hello, I've been forgiven. I'm telling you how I deal with myself. Stop it. I've been forgiven. Or I call my friend. See what the devil is trying to say again to me. I've been forgiven. I say, ah, I've been forgiven. Huh? So break the hold of shame and guilt by being vulnerable and sharing. Finally this morning, sir. You see, people want to get married. The idea of being married and they think my money is your, your money, my money, our money, some money, their money. What would you say, like, judging from what you said about how money was a stronghold, just to prepare the art of men and women that with this mentality of my own as they go into marriage? 
Praise God. Well, this is a very sensitive matter because it's money. Yes. And it affects both parties. Yes. You know, there's a place in the Bible, I think Matthew chapter 7, that says you cannot serve God and mammon. Praise God. So, like I was saying, I think it's Matthew chapter 7 that says uh, we cannot serve God and mammon. For God to say that means that money on its own is a God. Okay, and um, so meaning that if you are serving God, you have to do a disservice to money. And if you want to serve money, you are doing a disservice to God. So um, there are fears that come with serving God. Equally, there are fears that come with pursuing money. Okay, so um, it start, my journey started like this. Um, the fear of making money was there first. Then the fear of keeping the money was there too. And the fear of losing the money was there too. So good. And um, as you are going in the pedestal, the fear grows. Because you are doing it without God. So, um, do you talk about partnership or... Yeah, when, you, or when you got married, yes. you, the, first, the first deal breaker. Okay, when I got married, the first deal breaker was letting go of the money that I have made or I'm making that someone is coming to my life to, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that the expenses column is growing. And <laughs> it's a lot, sorry, but I will try to be as practical as possible. It's a lot because um, um, as an evil guy, <laughs> no, 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 I will be honest. Primarily, primarily, you are told or you are schooled while you are young that if you don't make it in life, you're a failure. So coming from that mindset, I did all I can to make sure that I am comfortable financially. So when I got married, <laughs> you know, the card was swiping and the the money was going down on daily basis. You print your account statement, debit, 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 debit. And you be asking yourself, is it what I'm going to leave all the days of my life with? So that fear automatically sets in. And I was asking God, okay, you have given me a wife, okay. It then means that he that finds a wife finds a good thing. So for me, I was projecting a good thing as receiving money. Okay, so I was hoping that immediately I get married, that the account will will grow. So I don't know how long, how long I have. So um, I started um, I, I started holding back from my wife. I started. I, I remember. When we are planning the wedding, um, I've given her, I don't know how much I've given her to go and buy something. Some a lot of money. So she called me. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. So she called me, babe, the money is not enough. My first reaction was, what do you mean? As in, I've given you much money, I know that it will cater for all your needs. And asking me to call me for more money, I was grudgingly sending that money. Wow. I think I, say, I think I sent an extra that 200. I can't remember how much I sent, but it was out of a grudging mind. So, 
it became it became obvious that I can no longer do or do my finances alone without my wife. Why do I say so? Because I found out that we'll finish praying and I will go back to God and say, God bless me. God bless me. God bless me. And one day God asked me, what you asked me to bless you, is it you or your wife? Or you and your wife? I knew that I have not dealt with that fear in me. So, I was marrying my wife, but I was keeping the money. So, if she needs something, I will give her. Baby, I need this. Take. Baby, I need this. I take. And I found out that the fear was not only in me, but it started rubbing off to her. How do I mean? She knows that, okay, if I'm asking baby for maybe a black up order, for instance, sorry, because we need to buy black up order then. Um, she knows that if I'm asking baby for a black up order, that maybe we first of all check. Will I spend 30000 to buy powder and spend another 25000 to buy foundation? Whereas I know how much I can use to do this. And, mm, you know, what you guys need to give for? Yeah, what I need the money for. So that fear was what she has is not enough. She will ask for more. And I found out that the only way to deal with is to go back to God. So the more I go back to God, God was telling me, open your accounts to her. Open your, your savings to her. Open your earnings to her. And the more I did that, God started helping her too. You know, when, I'm sorry to say this to men, but when you, when you are holding your finances from your wife, they start making excess demands. If, you, if your wife, for instance, tells you, babe, I need um, a human hair, for instance, and you are grudging about that, and the woman hair is about maybe 150,000 or 200, I don't know how much now, and um, you have complained, please take this note, you have complained about that money, but at the end of the weekend, you paid for it. And the woman, at her, the back of her mind, the back of her mind, she knows, oh, Baby can, baby can pay for this hair. So why are you complaining about it? Tomorrow she will complain for another thing bigger. But if she knows that this account, that what is in this account is for our family, even if it's 10 million, even if it's 100 million, hmm, she will not be making excessive demands. One, why do I say that? Um, I always will say sorry to men because there's a book I'm writing about men, though it will come out later, but there's something that we think that we, we think that we, we, we can run finances by our own abilities alone. Okay, for me, I'm not saying that the general thing. For me, God had made me to understand that you are, you are, you are missing rib that He removed is the completion in your wife. So the ability to run the home when it comes to finance must be balanced with my wife. Okay, so for instance, if in my head, I have 100,000 for instance. And I'm thinking, how can I manage this 100,000? And my children say, baby, daddy, we have need for this, I will go and buy. Baby, I have this, I will go and buy. I want to settle everybody. But if you give that 100,000 to your wife, and she holds them, and she knows that this is the 100,000 that the family have, there is nothing more money again. And the children comes, they will say, don't worry, hold on. If, for instance, they are going to school with Fucky, she will improvise and buy um, maybe maybe egg, hundred naira. They are all protein, okay? I, 
Sorry. Sorry, I'm being practical here. Yeah. So, so you found out that the fear in your head on how to micromanage the money, that he has done it better than you, yes. with good results, and that you even have overflow. Yes. Okay, so you cannot deal with you cannot really deal with the fear of money alone in your marriage. So, um, and also that this scripture that God gave me, I, I think I, I mentioned it on Friday. Maybe we can put it on the screen. Malachi chapter two, verse fourteen. If you can, if you can take it in um, this version, good news version, and then um, um, First Peter chapter three, verse seven, in amplified. Can can we read it, please? Can we read it? First Peter three, verse seven, amplified version. Malachi two fourteen. Good news. Choir, get ready. We're almost we're wrapping up now. First Peter, what? Three seven, ma. Three seven. Three seven. What? Amplified. Is <laughs> Okay, okay. Let me read the Malachi two fourteen. It says, "You ask why he no longer accepts them. It is because he knows you have broken your promise to the wife you married when you were young." She was your partner, and you have broken your promise to her. Although you promised before God that you would be faithful to her. Wow. Let's see the other one, please. Wow, wow, wow. This is First Peter three seven. Three seven. In the same way you are married, in the same way you married men should live considerate, considerately with your wives, with an intelligent recognition of the marriage relations, honoring the woman as physically the weaker, but realizing that you are joint ends of the grace. God's unmerited favor of life, in order that your prayers may not be hindered and cut off. Otherwise, you cannot pray effectively. So, you cannot do it alone as a man. If you are going to go to bless me, Victor, God, please bless me, finances, I need this business to go through, I need this contract to go through, and you have your wife, maybe you are saying that my wife does not understand. When God moves from heaven, he's seeing only Victor, he's not seeing unity, he's not seeing oneness. And God is saying, why am I blessing you? Wow. Because if I bless you, my daughter is still crying to me to bless her. So, in some marriages, a man is praying, God bless me. But the wife just asks him, why is God? God bless me too. And God is saying, in a home, I don't only one account. I can't run two accounts. And you are making, you are making withdrawal from heaven. But your card is being rejected. Wow. You say your prayer is being hindered. So, no matter how much you, how long you pray, no matter the words you pray, if you're not in that unity with that woman, um, I may say sorry to say that your prayers cannot pass the roof. Because that is what God ordained. So when God gave me the scriptures, I'm telling you, started dealing, excuse me, started dealing with my fears. And today, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a beautiful journey. Today, it has, it's, it has been a, um, a, an eye-opener that your wife is you. And you, you are your wife. Hallelujah. And you cannot change it. Praise God. Put your hands together for Jesus. Have you been blessed by that? So at the end of the day, you are one. Unity opens up heaven. This unity closes heaven over your home. So if you're single, you must also make, also make sure that you're getting married to someone that you guys align financially. And for those that are married, you see this unity, some people have joint accounts, some people have joint account and they have side account. Whatever you... I tell people, some people are saying, it's not just joint account that shows that you are united. Yeah. You have to believe it first in your heart. So if you have joint account, you still have other accounts you want. If your own is, is one account, you don't have other fantastic, what works for your family. Yeah. But at the end of the day, are you united in truth? 
and indeed. Can we celebrate Jesus and thank God for our, pa- our panelists? Come on, have you been blessed? I can't hear you. Have you been blessed? I'm going to put your hands together for Jesus.